If you have your Bibles, just a, a couple of verses in John chapter 4, then over into Matthew chapter 13, just one verse there, uh, John chapter 4, and then uh, we're going to just go over into Matthew chapter 13, John chapter 4, and uh, we're going to read from verse 34 to 38, first of all, and then go into Matthew chapter 13. Amen. Father, we just ask tonight for your blessing just upon your word as we come round it for these few moments, we pray that you would speak to our hearts tonight, Lord, and stir us and anoint us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. John 4 and 34, Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, Lift up your eyes and look unto the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And herein is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed no labor. All their men labored, and ye are entered into their labors. I just want to pick up verse 35 again uh, when the Lord says these words, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. Then over into Matthew chapter 13, and in this uh, chapter we'll find the parable of the sower that we're all familiar with, but I just want to bring out one verse in Matthew chapter 13, uh, one verse just in the parable of the sower, Matthew 13 and verse 23. Jesus said, But he that received seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty and some thirty. But he that receiveth seed in the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit, and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Just tonight as we're coming to prayer, uh, it was a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago there, we were, uh, Brian had brought a man just to, to look at the roof here and do some building work, and he's a bit of an expert on the building end of things, and we come down just in between the two buildings, and we're talking about the foundation. And with his experience of building in Balnehinch, he says, the ground's not good in Balnehinch. The ground's not good. He says, you might have to pile that, and that is a building term. Some of you may know what that means. We'll not go into that tonight, but it's because the ground's not good ground. <clears throat> Got me thinking over the past few weeks then, uh, just yesterday, Nicky and I in the afternoon were down at the uh, Faith Mission Convention, <clears throat> and there were different reports, powerful reports, of what the Lord's doing across the world. It's just absolutely amazing to hear what the Lord's doing in the Middle East, in Iran, uh, what the Lord's doing in Egypt, around those Middle Eastern countries. The church is growing at, a f at the fastest rate ever in the country of Iran. In Egypt, in Cairo, where we've seen a few years ago the Arab Spring breakout, the church is rapidly growing. People are being saved, born again, added to the kingdom of God in literally thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. It's great. 
and we're encouraged to hear the great reports that are coming in from around the Middle East. I suppose we would see that looking like one of the hardest areas, yet it's the area that the church is growing at, at a phenomenal rate, and we have just been rejoicing in what we heard in the testimonies. And then there were some that were given testimonies of a man who went out over into England and a large estate in the East Midlands and laboring and laboring and laboring and laboring and battles and toils and tears and the odd souls, thank God, the ones are important. And then after that, a, a man got up from the, the lowlands of Scotland and he got up to tell of the ones and the twos and the great struggles and the wee handfuls of believers. Thank God for them that are meeting, but yet the, the great battle in our islands, if you like, because the ground's so different. There's, there's a problem with the ground. The ground's different. And uh, it has, just on that theme for the last few weeks, I've been thinking, and I, I really feel tonight for, in the focus of prayer, to really focus in on the ground, because the ground has to be good ground. There's only one ground that bears fruit that remains and that ground is Jesus said it's good ground and we want good ground we want good ground don't we brothers and sisters we want good ground and uh, I just want to encourage us tonight for us to ask the Lord for good ground because this is spiritual and it's only him that can give that good ground it's only him that can do that work it's only him that can save it's only him that can keep and it's only him that brings forth the fruit so we need to look to him for all of this. It's solely a work of the Lord. Salvation is off the Lord. And our desire is to see souls. And there's a harvest all around us. There's a harvest of young men and, and women. And we're crying out for our loved ones. These targeted prayers and loved ones will come on this board. Unsaved family, unsaved loved ones, unsaved neighbors, unsaved work colleagues. People in the street that we've met. How many times have we met them in the streets here tomorrow or Saturday night or Saturday afternoon in Lisburn? And all those divine appointments that we've encountered in workplaces. We're hearing Sunday the reports coming in. Divine appointments, seeds being sown, and great opportunities that the Lord are given. But we want to see fruit. We're longing to see the harvest, the, the coming in, the gathering in. It's one thing to hear, it's one thing to understand, but it's another thing for a man to be truly born of the Spirit of God and brings forth fruit that remains to the glory of the Father. And in Matthew chapter 13, verse 23, you know this parable very well, but we know the Lord would speak in parables and bring forth what often is happening in the natural and bring forth a spiritual truth to it. So as much as he's talking about the physical in, that, in, that, in the ground types, but we know that this is spiritual, that he's bringing a spiritual truth to us. And so in all four of the grounds, people receive or hear the word of the Lord. And that word is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's an incorruptible seed. The seed that is the word of the living God, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is the power of God. It is foolishness to them that don't believe, but they also received. It is the power of God. And so they receive the word. They hear the word. They all have the ability to hear the word. Now, go a wee bit further with that because I believe it's not with the hearing and the natural, but there is a heart 
that is opened by the Spirit of God to hear the word of the Lord. That is solely a work of the Holy Spirit. That God opens the ear of a man or a woman to give him the ability spiritually to hear. This ground that we just look at for a few moments, and I believe we can pray and ask the Lord, Lord, give us good ground, because we can't do it. We can't create good ground, but the Holy Spirit can. But he that received seed into the good ground, now that is simply fertile ground, ground that reproduces, so stony ground, hard ground, or ground by the wayside, we see the that all have failed in those areas. And I believe that we have witnessed and we know that we've seen the stony ground, we've seen the thorns, we've seen the wayside, we've seen at times some have sprung up and fallen away, we've seen the devil snatch the seed, we've seen the hard ground. But here's the good ground. I want to focus on the good ground and that we pray for good ground tonight. He received the word on the good ground. The good ground is the only ground that bears lasting fruit. And this is the ground we're going to ask for tonight. They hear the word. You know, when we pray tonight, we're praying that people will hear not the words of men, not, not anything of man, but they hear the word of the Lord. They hear the Holy Spirit. They hear the voice of God. They hear the voice that wakes the dead. They hear the voice that whispers into the depths of a heart of a man or a woman or a boy or a girl. And they are arrested by the voice of a living God. They hear his voice. God, the God that we serve, speaks. He has a voice. And they hear the voice of the Savior as we are looking at these requests tonight and these names that are on this board, we're praying, God, let them have an ear that hears. Not just what we're saying, but they hear the very voice of the Lord. Now, in Galatians chapter 3 tells us why this is important. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 2, it says, This only would I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith. By the hearing of faith. It's so important that people hear with the heart. That's the hearing of faith. Romans 10 and 17. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing what? By the word of the Lord. So there's a, there's a, a prayer that we can pray tonight. Lord. And you've maybe heard it many times. And you've prayed it many times. Lord, unstop their ears. That's not these ears, that's the, that's the heart. Lord, would you open their ears to hear you? They might have heard uh, the voices of friends or family many, many times, but in an instant when God unstops the ear and suddenly they hear the voice of God, that makes the difference. That makes the difference. That's better than a thousand sermons and it's better than a thousand arguments. When God opens the ear, that they hear the voice of the Lord, so they receive it by the hearing of faith. Then it says in Matthew 13, there in 23, after they receive, this is the good ground we're talking about, so they receive the seed and the good ground, is he that heareth, number one, the word. So there's a hearing of the word, and number two, there is an understanding of the word. Now what is that? What happens there? 
when there's an understanding. Have you ever heard someone say, and there's probably a lot in this testimony, it's just like the light was turned on. Isn't that what we say? It's just like, and the song says, I saw the, what happens in that instant? Now, this is all a work of the Holy Ghost. It's a work of the Spirit of God. It's not a work of man. This is a work of the Spirit of God. So when we're thinking of our loved ones tonight, when we're thinking of our friends, when we're thinking of our families, when we've talked to them and they're as hard and they're indifferent, brothers and sisters, thank God for the Holy Spirit. It's a work of the Holy Ghost. And so when you, when you stand and you're speaking and it's as though nothing's going in, but brothers and sisters, they could be driving in their car. They could be standing at their kitchen sink. They could be out with their friends. They could be sitting in a bar tonight. They could be down in the gutter tonight. They could be at the highest heights of this world. But in a moment when the ears are unstopped and the Holy Spirit moves upon a heart and an understanding, not a natural thing, but it's the light of the gospel shines into a heart. Suddenly it's different. It's, this is good ground. And this is where our prayers must be focused. It will not be done by our arguments. It will not be done by intellectual presentation. It's the foolishness of preaching. But friends, it's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That that ear is opened. And not only is it opened, they've received the word. But secondly, Jesus said that now there is an understanding it's called spiritual enlightenment. It's in the scripture. Suddenly, there's an enlightenment in the mind. There's an understanding that he is the Lord, that I am a sinner and I need to get right with him. It's conviction of sin. And so this is good ground. This is where we need to focus our prayer because we've seen too much of the thorns and too much of the stony and too much of the hard. But we need to pray for good ground, brothers and sisters, don't we? We need to focus and ask the Lord, give us good ground. Unstop ears. Bring understanding to where people are at at this time. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it says in verse 3, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. They're lost. Brothers and sisters, they're lost. Just, just, they're lost. They're condemned. They're without Christ. They're without hope. They're going to a lost eternity, a Christless eternity. It is an eternity. There is no end to hell. It's forever and ever and ever. They're lost. That, that is, there's two types of people in this world. There's the saved and there's the lost. And if our gospel be hid, it is to them that are lost. In whom, the Bible says, the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Remember, it's the hearing of faith. And so the minds of them, they do not believe. But here is the hope of the gospel and the power of the gospel. Lest the light of the glory. You know, it's a glorious gospel. It is a glorious gospel. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The light is turned on. I believe we can pray the prayer of Elisha that's found in 2 Kings chapter 6, 
and verse 17, 2 Kings chapter 6. And I believe we can pray this prayer over our loved ones tonight and over our friends, our family and our neighbors, and for this town of Balnehinch, 2 Kings 6 and 17, you remember the story well about the young man who did not see the way he ought to have seen. And it says, And Elisha prayed and said, I pray thee, I pray thee, open his eyes. Anyone got a loved one that you need to pray tonight? Lord, open their eyes. Anyone got a neighbor? Anyone got a work colleague? Anyone got someone that they've known for years that you need to pray this prayer over their life? Lord, open their eyes. What did the Lord do? He opened his eyes because he hears and answers prayer. I encourage you, we're praying for good ground tonight. Ground that hears, ground that receives, ground that hears, ground that has an understanding that we pray, Lord, open their eyes. The Bible says here that he may see, and the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. No, the Lord's able to open. That is the gospel. He's come to open the blinded eye. That's why he's come, so we can pray. We should pray. We must pray. Lord, open their ears and open their eyes that they might see, have understanding, have enlightenment, that the light of the gospel would shine in spiritual sight is a wonderful thing to be able to see because we were once blind and in darkness, but now we see. And so we need to pray tonight, Lord, give them understanding. Then it tells us in this, uh, back in Matthew chapter 13, just that verse again. This is the ground that bears the fruit. This is the ground we need for Balna Hinch. is where God has placed us. This is where God houses, and this is the harvest that we're looking at at this time, and this is the ground we need for that harvest. In Matthew 20, 13 and 23, it says, And he that the good ground is he that heareth the word, understandeth it, which also beareth fruit, and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. This is fruit, John 15 tells us. This is fruit that remains, lasting fruit. People that are well-born, well-delivered, the born-again experience, the light of the gospel shines in, the Lord apprehends a life. They're wonderfully, truly saved, and they live a life for Jesus, bringing forth a hundredfold, 60 and 30. The ground here that we're talking about, this is we're coming to prayer is entirely spiritual. It's, it's all spiritual. It's nothing of anything that we can do in the natural. This is entirely spiritual ground. So we need to pray spiritually. We need to pray in the Spirit. This is entirely a work of the Holy Ghost. It's not a work of man. It's not the work of a church. It is entirely the work of the Holy Spirit. The hearing, the understanding, and the fruit it's all a work of God himself. And what should we do? What should we do then when we know that the ground, I think most would agree that the ground isn't great. It's hard. People's hearts are hard. 
People are indifferent to the day in which we're living in. Sin has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Sin's deceitful. And so we know there's a hardness. There's stony ground. There's the wayside. There's the operations of the powers of darkness. To steal the seed. To discourage. To lie. And yet there's good ground. And there's the power of the Holy Ghost. I want to encourage you tonight, brothers and sisters. They that sow in tears. Bible says, they'll reap in joy. I believe the greatest way that this spiritual ground is softened is when the church begins to call out to God from the depth of its being. God, give us souls. Give us our young people. Give us our children. Give us our family. Give us our friends. Give us our neighbors. When the church begins to ask the Lord for rain, when the tears in the church are genuine and sincere for a lost and a broken world, Lord, give us souls. If you sow in tears, there's a promise. Praise the Lord. We're going to reap in joy. And the joy is, you know what the joy is, friends? Do you know, just on the other day there when we were at Castle Well, and I looked around and seen so many just of those Young people running about and, and Dean running on in the middle of the football pitch. And Dean's our harvest. Marcus is our harvest. Our lads are our harvest. Our young people are our harvest. Lord, give us tears. Save them. Keep them. Bring much fruit from their lives for your glory. But Lord, give us good ground. Give us good ground. I believe Balna Hinch, by the power of the Holy Ghost, can be changed in the natural, in the spiritual, from not so good ground, but the good fertile ground for fruit that's going to remain. Souls that are going to be well-born. We've got to pray, Lord, give us good ground. Open ears, open hearts. Lord, give us fruit for your glory. In Jesus' name, come and pray that prayer tonight. Come and pray the prayer of Elisha. Lord, open their eyes that they might see. Amen. Father, tonight we give you thanks. We praise you for Jesus, for all that you have done for each of us on the cross. Tonight, Lord, we are thankful, Lord, that you have saved us. And Lord, that we have access to the very throne of grace tonight through our Lord Jesus Christ, that we can come and lift our hearts to you tonight and our voices. Lord, giving you thanks for the day and the hour that you saved each of us in this room. Lord, you opened our ears. Lord, we're not deserving of such grace, such mercy. But Lord, you opened our ears. You opened our eyes. You give us understanding. You convicted us of our sin Lord, we thank you that you heard the cry of the poor man, Lord, and you did deliver him from all his troubles. Lord, tonight as we have received of this great mercy as our cry and our prayer tonight, Lord, we pray for good ground in Balna Hinch, for good ground across this land where there's missions and tent missions and children's missions and outreaches and street work, Lord. Oh, Father, we pray, Lord. Lord, we realize, Lord, there's been a change of the types of ground. 
But, oh God, we're praying again, Lord. Lord, for that good ground, good fertile ground, for the salvation of souls of men and women and boys and girls and young people, Lord. We, we thank you tonight, Lord. There is a harvest. Lord, you said that we have to lift up our eyes and see the harvest. Lord, we pray tonight, give us good ground, Lord. Lord, would you work by the Holy Spirit? Would you blow? Would you move? Would you break up? Lord, would you come? Would you reign upon us? Lord, we pray tonight for the salvation of the souls of men and women. Lord, help us tonight in the place of prayer. Lord, to, to take ground and to pray, Lord, and to pray effectively and to ask, Lord. Lord, you, you've told us to ask. And so, Lord, tonight we've come with thanksgiving to ask in your name, Lord. Lord, would you do a work in hearts? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.